Hello, gang. How are you today? I hope you're all good. I'm all right. Thank you very much. Welcome to the MindfulNet broadcast. My name is Anastasia. Glad to see you here. Let's talk today about the breathing. We've touched on the topic of connection between mind and the body and breathing is one of the things that can help a lot in different areas of your life. Every system in our body relies on oxygen and it's something that happens pretty much automatically. Not even pretty much, it happens automatically. We don't think, oh, now it's time to inhale. And although it's not, an unconscious process, we might not even know that we could actually do it wrong. So breathing properly can have a huge impact on overall health and well-being and it can be used as a tool to reduce, let's say, feelings of stress or anxiety. But what is properly? How is properly? Let's say breathing through your mouth, if you do it unconsciously all the time, is wrong. Breathing in and out way too often is wrong too. Breathing in, expanding mainly chest only, or raising your shoulders up, is wrong. So that's a little test for you. If your shoulders go upwards as you inhale, then when you inhale, do the shoulders come back down and contract your chest? If the answer is yes, you're also doing it wrong. Funny, right? Something as basic and automatic and natural can be happening in a wrong way, not benefiting your body. The correct way to breathe is called belly breathing, also known as diaphragmatic breathing or horizontal breathing. While inhaling, you should be using your belly a lot. Have you seen babies? If you had a chance, look how they breathe. Their bellies are very much engaged in breathing. And while you breathe in, your belly should come outward and you'll feel your lungs opening up as well. This sends oxygen all the way down into the bottom of your lungs. As you exhale, your stomach will come back in and your ribcage will contract. This uses the diaphragm muscle to make sure you get the enough air. Another thing that I found very useful is not to forget to expand your back ribs when you breathe in and feel them coming back as you breathe out. Sit next to the wall and when you breathe in, feel your back ribs pushing the wall away. At the same time, try not to get your shoulders inwards and try not to compensate on your front ribs going down either. So your rib cage has to expand evenly as if there is a balloon in between that kind of gets air in evenly. Some people don't engage with back ribs at all, which is actually don't let the diaphragm work in the right way. Hence, our pelvic floor isn't as engaged and actually, well, normally it should be very engaged in your breathing. It's just not as noticeable, but it is because there are lots of micro muscles that do the work and you might not even feel it, but it's the whole system. We don't just bring with our lungs and then we're done. Now, how on earth, <laughs> from breathing in the right way since we, we are born, we just grow up and at our 20s, 30s, 40s or whatever, we just realize, what the heck? I breathe in a wrong way now. How did that happen? And there are a few possibilities. First of all, and I think this is the, the huge one, is the stress. We all know how much stress each of us go through. Life is life and sometimes we put too much on ourselves and being stressed leads to taking shorter breaths, anxiety, 
panic attacks, negative emotions. Respiratory pattern has been thought to be influenced a lot by emotions. If you grew up in the environment where you were scared all the time, to feel safer, your body will try to kind of close you in a little bit. If you get bullied in school, if there was trauma at home, any kind of abuse, the body reacts to stress differently. And in lots of times, you can see the body language when it just gets gets you kind of like all shrank inwards. The second reason could be simply a poor posture. It starts in school or even maybe earlier when kids get introduced to iPads and, and phones and they roll their shoulders in and close their chest. Then we go to work and sit at the desk pretty much most of our lives. Overall, there's lots of lack of movement. That hatched over posture collapses your ribcage a little bit, which means your lungs cannot fill up all the way when you inhale. So the air doesn't properly go down to the belly. Instead, your shoulders go up. Again, body's a very clever structure. So if some muscles don't work the way they should do, another group of muscle will kick in to compensate on that. But that does not mean that it's healthy. The spectrum of waveforms of breathing actively correlate to, let's say, anxiety, depression, anger, stress, and other negative or positive emotions. A normal breathing rate for an adult at rest goes between... 8 to 20 in that range. I found it in different sources. It can be 8 to 16, 10 to 15, 12 to 20. And of course, if we're talking about shallow, rapid breathing, which might cause hyperventilation, we'll be talking about a lot more serious things such as asthma or panic attack or pneumonia, etc. But if you are relatively healthy, try to see how many breaths do you take per minute. Minus 23 breathing cycles a minute. Kind of on a border but also when I did measure that I was on a train and I just took an hour before that probably around three and a half four hour dance classes so and I was also in an environment where where you still know people are watching and you still be conscious about you know what's around you so you're not 100% calm I think it would be better if I would have done that measurement let's say at home on my own in a quiet in, in a quiet environment but also more realistic picture was here. So 23, still, I think, something to work on. Now, well, okay, someone's breathing in the wrong way. So what? Not a big deal. Guarantee some of you thought, now, well, my body knows what to do and I lived this long breathing as I do and nothing happens. I won't harm myself. Like, chill, Anna. It's absolutely fine. Next episode. (laughs) But think of it now as just breathing. Visualize your body as a machine that delivers oxygen to every single cell of your body. Internal respiration is a quite complex thing that feeds the cells in the tissues with oxygen. The oxygen is carried to cells by the blood, it arrives to the capillaries, which then exchange it into carbon dioxide. Are you still with me? (laughs) A bit of biology lesson here, but it is important. The oxygenated blood is then transported through the veins until it reaches the heart, where it once again pumped out to the lungs to receive new oxygen. And for all that to happen correctly, we need to have a healthy respiratory machine that will function 
as it should. Improper breathing is also shown to have negative effects on cognitive functioning and memory and stress cortisol levels, which will lead, and I'll give you one of the examples, to decrease in the quality of sleep, let's say. Breathing in the wrong way might contribute to bigger stress, anxiety levels. I even found information that if you're breathing in the wrong way, in the long run, it can lead to the pain in the upper body. If the diaphragm doesn't do its job well, muscles in the upper chest and throat will start taking over to help out. But unfortunately, those muscles are not built for routine respiration and they get worn out and then tender, which may cause pain. Let's now move to how we can change it. We understand the causes, we understand the reasons. So to change it, you can do breathing exercises. You can do conscious nose breathing. That will eventually become automatic. It's in case if you did realize that you do breathe through your mouth a lot. Finding your triggers, maybe your really anxious and might need to work on that to get your breathing better a little bit. Do some shoulder relaxation and postural correction. Yoga, Pilates works really well for that. Stretching, any kind of other exercise that can get also that muscle strength. And overall, be active. Get out. (laughs) Exercise. Do Go for a walk. Go for a run. Go for a swim. Anything. So which breathing exercises are good? The main one is diaphragmatic breath as, you know, a basics. Basically, that, that that's the one that we are should be using on a daily basis, but probably not as intense. I'll give you this one now here. So if you have a chance, sit down straight or lie down, make sure nothing disturbs you for the next five or 10 minutes. Place both hands on abdomen, feeling the movement with each breath. Close the mouth and take a slow breath in through the nose while feeling the abdomen rise and inflate like a balloon. Breathe out slowly through pursed lips as if you're blowing bubbles. With each exhale, taking about two to three times as long as inhale. Make sure exhales are longer. It's easier if you inhale on one, two, three, four, and then exhale on eight. One, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight. To begin with, and then slowly build it up to a longer exhale if you want to. Repeat these steps for five minutes. Keep your hands on abdomen to help improve awareness of the correct breathing technique. Another good exercise is called box breathing. So you inhale on counts of four, let's say, then you hold your breath on four counts. Then you exhale on four and you hold your breath again on four. You can use any lengths for inhales and exhales. You can make your exhales longer, but then you also have to hold after the last exhale for the same number of counts. So let's say if you do four for for inhale, four to hold, then six to exhale and six to hold and then go back to your four for inhale. That's a very good one brings the consciousness. Again, try to breathe in and breathe out slow. Don't rush it. The whole purpose of that is to slow you down and slow your breathing down. And actually, whatever exercise you do, it's interesting if you take your exhale longer, the more relaxing you'll be. Another thing I could suggest, as always, I think, is meditation. It will bring and develop body awareness. 
focusing on the breath kind of forces your mind to concentrate only on one thing, which is breathing. Therefore, this starts the process of deep concentration leading to meditation. Sometimes, even if I struggle with my thoughts, simply going to sleep, let's say, I may just force myself to think, how do I breathe right now? And then I cannot even remember how I fell asleep. Let me touch the subject a bit on the reconnection to mental health a little bit more. So deep and controlled breathing activates the body's relaxation response, reducing the levels of stress hormones. Focusing on slow and deliberate breathing can be an effective tool for managing anxiety. It helps to shift the focus away from racing thoughts and activates the parasympathetic nervous system, which counteracts the fight or flight response associated with anxiety. Breathing exercise can enhance emotional awareness and regulation. By consciously engaging with the breath, you can develop better control over your emotions, preventing impulsive reactions and fostering a more balanced emotional state. And of course, we do know by now that emotional intelligence is important. I test this one on myself so many times when there would be a situation and I start feeling the rage of emotions and all I had to do is just take a pause and breathe and I was in control of the situation. Mindful breathing can positively affect the mood and alleviate symptoms of depression. Consistent practice of proper breathing techniques has been linked to lower blood pressure. As high blood pressure can contribute to stress and anxiety, reducing it can lead to improving mental well-being. Proper breathing can foster a stronger mind-body connection, promoting a sense of harmony between the physical and mental aspects of your life. This connection can lead to an overall sense of wellness and contentment. There you go. Only benefits. There's literally nothing negative from improving your breathing. Because lots of people are so focused on the outside and it can be anything from what others will think, what they look like, what they should do to conquer the world, always chasing this better version of themselves, the wealth, success, anything. We forget to focus on teeny tiny things that actually can make huge change in the long run and makes us healthier and happier. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe. We would love to see you here again. I do like sharing interesting information. And even if it helps just one person, my mission is accomplished. Lots of love. Enjoy the rest of your day. And I'll see you here very soon. Yours truly, Anastasia. Bye.